Hey everyone, Ariel here with a few short announcements. With the end of this episode, we've come to the end of this arc, and also the end of Season 1 of Shadows in the West. We'll be announcing the official date for Season 2's release in the future, and until then we'll be taking a break between seasons to rest, recover, and work on what's to come. But not to worry. We'll still occasionally be releasing content in the form of Zuihitsu, or character side stories, and out-of-character discussion episodes. We'll also still be very much around our Discord community, so feel free to join that if you haven't already. A very special thank you to our patrons. During the break, we'll continue to release content in the form of challenge-focused strike starters, generator tables, art, maps, and more. Thank you to everyone who's come with us on this journey so far. Whether you're an old friend or a new one, this show wouldn't be possible without your support. We hope you've enjoyed our story so far, and we are so, so looking forward to what's to come in Season 2. And we hope you are too. When morning comes, it is with more true signs of summer. Courtiers and bushi alike move about the halls, servants carrying boxes of armor and supplies at their heels. Cicadas hum, and birds chirp as carts and ponies and processions of samurai depart from Son of Crane Castle. Some of them have already left, and shrink on the horizon as the sun begins to rise in earnest. Asahina Takashi stands alongside Asahina Kyo, bowing to each one of them as they go. The small court has largely ended. A young courier dressed in pale blue moves swiftly throughout the grounds, extending invitations to each of the samurai, his head bowed low. When the samurai approach, the gardens are largely empty. Mostly those of the crane sit beneath the trees, dressed in yukata for the warmer weather. Those of other clans sit among the gardens as well, mainly lion, who have not had to travel far to return home. The weather is hot and humid as the midday sun beats down relentlessly, with hardly a breeze to lessen it. Cicadas hum loudly in the trees. Torokai is dressed simply, sipping tea beneath the cherry blossom. He smiles as they approach. It's tired, but no less genuine for it. Good morning, samurai. Dayu bows, offering a small smile. She's in a word, relieved, that she's still standing, that she's still here. Ryojiro beside her sinks into a bow. Good morning, Okoto-sama. Good morning, Okoto-sama. Crow smiles, her chin touching her chest as she bows. They sit upon pillows on the grass, gathered in a half-circle. Torokai pours them each a cup of tea, all the better to dull the edge of a potentially uncomfortable conversation. Nori sits beside Crow, legs folded under him, arms at his sides. He fidgets occasionally, watching a cricket hop from blade to blade of grass. 
Thank you for meeting me, Samurai. I only wanted to discuss things before we departed. Torokai clears his throat, placing his palms on his thighs. He glances between each of them, quiet for several long moments. Birds chirp overhead. One hops from branch to branch. You have done well, Samurai. It is unfortunate that we couldn't make them see the threat, and what is likely coming, but we have done all we can for now. Takeshi and I have much to work on during the summer months. Much to think about. Remain vigilant throughout your time away. Do not cease your investigations. Record anything you see, anything you hear, concerning. Blood Magic Mahotsukai The Lion and Crane Torokai clears his throat and smiles. I am giving you leave until winter. If I require your aid or the completion of any tasks, a courier will find you. Torokai exhales, some of the tension leaving his face. It seems to pain him to say what's next, but he smiles despite the tightness in his eyebrows. We will meet again at Kyudan Masako for Winter Court. Varied reactions stir among them. Atsu looks ill, but unsurprised. While they had expected it, talk of court never sits well, even now. Dayu stares into her tea. Crow remains quiet, a small smile frozen on her face. I'm honored, Okuro-sama. Ryojiro, though, looks pleased. He beams at Torokai, much to Atsu's furrowed brow and look of confusion. Of course, Okuro-sama, I would be honored. And I will not cease my research between assisting my family. That's good to hear, Kitsuki-san. Just be careful if you intend to return to Shinnaman. <laughs> I will surely try, but I am afraid danger often finds me. You'd best be careful then, Kitsuki-san. Or find a weapon. I will train with you when you return. Or perhaps Crow-san will. Crow laughs. Nori giggles too, beaming. Perhaps I can, Hida-san. I would be honored to have either of you train me. It is done then, Kitsuki-san. When I return from Kyuden Hida, and home. Home. Dayu smiles at them, but her mouth is tugged halfway into a frown. The realization that she is alone, that she has no real place to go, weighs heavily. Torokai smiles, refilling teacups that have waned. Where do you intend to go, Kurosan? Kunisan? I am unsure, Akoto-sama. You could come with Norikun and I if you'd like, Kunisan. Dayu lifts her eyes, surprise filling her face. Where do you plan to go? Ah, uh, perhaps near the edge of Shinnaman Forest. There should be enough work for me there for the summer. And I'm sure Norikun would like to see some trees again. Nori smiles. Dayu nods slowly. After several long moments, she smiles, then nods in agreement. Shinoman, I will join you then. I would like to see a forest again. Crow grins. Then we'll make a summer of it.
At midday, when the sun is high in the sky, the samurai gather at the road leading onward, away from Son of the Crane Castle. The shadows are long as they stand near their ponies, their supplies loaded into bags and boxes. Torokai and Takeshi stand nearby, Torokai with his arms crossed, Takeshi with his hands in his sleeves. On one side of the road stands Dayu, Crow, Nori, and Ryojiro. On the other stands Atsu, packs loaded onto his pony. Thank you again for coming, Samurai. I am only sorry that things, unfortunately, did not go as planned. It is understandable, Asahina-san. That is often the way with these matters. Indeed it is, Kitsuki-san. Takeshi looks around to the other samurai. Do not hesitate to visit the Crane Lands again, if ever you find yourself nearby. Our estate is near Kyuden Doji, and quite peaceful, no matter the season. Crow steps forward, smiling as she bows at the waist. Thank you for your hospitality, Asahina-sama. And for allowing, uh, me to attend. There is no need for thanks, Crow-san. Farewell, everyone. Farewell, Kurosan. Kuni-san. Hatsu grins at Nori. Nori grins back. And you too, Nori-kun. Be well, samurai. They exchange bows and final words of farewell, walking their ponies away before settling in. The sky is clear, a sign of at least several days of easy travel. As the samurai depart, the road leads ever onward. For Atsu, it is south, to the lands of the crab. For Dayu, Ryojiro, Nori, and Crow, it is the west. The voice of Okoto Torokai was provided by Waldo Shed. The voice of Asahina Takeshi was provided by Brian Richmond. latest updates in our podcast be sure to check us out on twitter at sitwl5r you can also join our discord server to talk l5r tabletop and everything in between shadows in the west is played using the fourth edition of the legend of the five rings role-playing game developed by alderac entertainment group and owned by fantasy flight games